guys so we are back with another episode of girls from foreign i know we promised you an episode a few weeks back but there's a particular girl from foreign in the building who currently now has completed a master's degree thank you thank you thank you so a girl from foreign masters some people don't have gcse but someone in here got masters just saying so for educational purposes we had to delay but we're here and we are back with our journey segment so as you guys know if you locked into our last one this is when we follow the journeys of those who have moved from abroad and we're bridging the gap of those in diaspora. Amen. So today we have a particular guest. I'm going to let Cairo, the master degree holder, let us know who's in there today. Well, he's known as the Kenya man that jump up in the sky or he's known as Dingo Universe. But what would you like us to call you today? You can just call me Ben. Oh, we get professional names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are introducing Ben. Who is Ben? <clears throat> well, um, we get CV names. <laughs> Tall, dark, and handsome young fellow. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, uh, where does Ben come from? Um, half Grenadian, half Jamaican, but I spent most of my childhood growing up in Grenada. Cool, cool. Do you hear that, the masses? He's not a full Grenadian. I smell fraudulent <laughs> behaviour. Are we going to let him continue? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I was born over here in London, in England. And when I, was, <laughs> when I was young, about, I think, six years old, under the impression we was going on, you know, a little family holiday back home, see the family, have a good time, then come back. It's only up until the fourth week it was told that, you know, we're staying. That's a long holiday. <laughs> so we're staying. So yeah, that, that four week holiday just turned into six years. And that was some of the some of the best years of my life, I would say, you know. Some of the best years of my life. I really enjoyed growing up out there. I know you're making this sound amazing. But just to deep what's going on here, you was going to Grenada for holiday. Yes. To yes. see family. Yes, yes. And it was a one way ticket. <laughs> So yes, it was in-house it was. deportation. Wow. Something like that. Something like that. And what age did you say? Six. Six years old. So at six years old, what is going through your head when you realise I'm not going back home? <laughs> Especially once the, you're like, mum, when we're going back and we ain't going back, it's coming. Mm. Um, I was upset at first. I'm not even going to lie because obviously me leaving, telling my friends, yeah, yo, going on holiday, I'll be back soon, you know what I mean? Mm. And then to hear that I was staying, I was like, oh my God. I was a bit distraught, but nothing you could do. Once your parents tell you how to do something, you had to do it. But um, yeah, I just quickly turned my whole thing around and I just loved it. Loved every single moment of it growing up with my grandparents. So you said you spent six years in Grenada. Tell us about those six years. What's the pros, what the cons, all of that. Let us know. Um, <laughs> Where do I begin? Start off with what you loved about growing up in Grenada for those six years? Just being with my grandparents, to be honest, just being out there, the wildlife, the scenery, you know, the fresh country breeze. Yeah, my life. life. Yeah, man, iguana, iguana. snake, you understand? That's your delicacy. Lunch. <laughs> you get me? Just, yeah, everything, man. The good weather, the people, everyone is just lovely. And just to clarify, you're from Grenada, but where are you from? So I'm from a little island off the coast of Grenada called Karakou. So you got on the white boat? <laughs> yes, yes. The we rocky ca- white we boat. We catch the osprey. 
You know what? I actually remember that first jet, the first time I obviously went on it, and I know I was sick. I was sick a couple of times. I feel Tell like us about it. So you're times. you landed in Grenada, mm. and you've had to go onto this boat to go to Karaku. What was it like? It's <sighs> my first time going on the boat, innit? So obviously I was scared at first, but you know what I mean. Had to do the journey, but it just felt like the journey lasted forever. And yeah, was you by yourself or was you with mum? No, it was me, my mother, and my other brother. One of my other brothers. Oh, really? Um, one of the questions I have, and it's up to you how you answer this one, but in a situation like that, how does that affect your relationship with your parents when your grandparents become your parents? Um, to be honest, I didn't really think about it at that age, but if you ask me looking back now, um, I wouldn't say like I felt a way towards my mum for obviously taking me there and leaving me there like I'm actually grateful for it like like I said it was some of the best years of my life and I'd love being able to spend time with my grandparents obviously the family would come up every now and again to see us as well so yeah it was a life I actually enjoyed can't complain I would like to know what's Christmas like in Karaki Pure ham. <laughs> but um yeah man, waking up that morning that Christmas ham, oh god, there's nothing I love more than Christmas ham, you know. <laughs> just, just Christmas ham. <laughs> I look forward to the ham more than anything, I tell so you. So DJ Dingo, man of pork. So you went over with one of your other brothers. So was it just you, your brother, and your grandparents? So yeah, it was me and my brother. Um, my other brother, or another one of my younger brothers. I've got four brothers. Not for one, boy. Yeah, man. One of my younger brothers was there already. So he's spent more years there yeah, more than anyone here. Yeah. Me and my other brother spent six. He was there for about 16, 17 years. Oh! Yeah, so, so he came, he, he so he came Yeah, he's back in the UK now. So he basically came after he finished high school and was like adolescent years and going into college so like 16, 17 so, another question that you bring that up so obviously you only spent six he's basically spent most of his life out there mm. I'm assuming he's in his 20s right now yeah 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 do you think there's a culture clash between you two? not at all not at all <laughs> <laughs> not at all like how I was like over there obviously I've been back here for a long time and I still mm -hmm. go over there when I can but um how like obviously when he came back he's you know as they would say fresh, you <laughs> fresh but it's world. not like just him because <laughs> i recall there was a certain image I'd, where somebody uh... in this studio had on a leather jacket and a kangol hat <laughs> would you like to speak about this image since you're talking about others i'm sorry i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> right so those who are listening we will be posting this picture on our page oh, really? so the best caption oh, may get a prize i'm going to talk to karen about this because she's looking at me because i'm about to blow our budget <laughs> you know what the best caption always you know i love treating my fans with them you know <laughs> oh lord all right cool so enough Rick, i guess yeah. okay so another question is so you spent six years out there so that means you did six to twelve what was schooling like over there for you because obviously we've heard the I want to say the rumours, but we hear the myths and all of that about what school's like in the Caribbean, but it'll be nice to hear it from someone that actually experienced it. They don't play over there, you know. Okay. <laughs> Sound like someone got lit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I did get a couple of licks a few times, but they, they don't play out there. Looks like... like you're still getting them, but it's fine. <laughs> we ain't going to do that today. 
<laughs> Discipline <laughs> is, is, is a serious thing at DFB, mm-hmm. especially in the primary school. Um, oh, in the primary school, more? Yeah, more in the primary school. They don't tend to give you licks in the secondary school. I don't think do you they know do why? Or now being an adult, do you understand why they might beat you more in primary compared to secondary? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 you get licks, you just had to take the licks, you understand? So, what did you get licks with? Belt. Child. I was gonna ask what was the reason. What you do? <laughs> Give us a story. You know what? We, there we love a good story. One time, it was a silly thing as well. <laughs> Obviously, it's lunchtime, mm-hmm. and you know, during lunchtime, everybody you go out, you get your lunch, you want to go and play. So obviously, as young boys, we're playing cricket. You know what I mean? So um, it was raining that day, quite heavy, but mm-hmm. we still went out, played in the rain. Head Hard teacher really wasn't happy about that. Because she said, you know, when it's raining, everyone's got to be inside, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In case your cat's cool and thing. So, yeah, obviously, we was playing in the rain. And then um, she lined us up. There was about, what, eight of us? And then just give us a couple of licks of the belt. What, what? In my back. Oh, you child. I feel it. But it, it became a thing. I just got so used to it. Just like, I just take a licks of the belt. So, that way, we'll be whacking you back now. It's now S&M for he, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, now it... For the ladies listening, please whip DJ please, Dingo. Please do not listen to DJ Dingo. He's you used to it, boy. Battle wounds. <laughs> no pain without pleasure about here, boy. Behave yourself. But, um, yeah, it was much, much different when I came back up here as well. Like, over there, it's just straight discipline, you know what I mean? There's no messing around. They take education very seriously. When you came back to the UK, what was your biggest difference? Because now, as much as you was born in the UK, you've now adjusted... So a completely different lifestyle. So you've mm. come back. Mm. This is twelve year old Ben now. Mm. So we're talking what year year eight? Seven, yeah, eight. seven eight? Yeah. Definitely eight, nine, yeah, nine. Right. So we now have a fresh jab going into the second school system. <laughs> the UK one too. UK system. What was that? What was that like? Talk to us. Um oh, it was it was different. Totally different. Way, way different to anything that I had experienced at that age. Um going into school, obviously the my classmates were cool, they were lovely and whatever. But um just the way everybody was behaving and their behaviour and the way they were talking to the teacher. So I, the I way you behave like, now? I'm very well behaved actually. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys, thanks. But um yeah, it was just totally different. And I was like, wow, what the hell is going on? When people were swearing at the teachers and throwing tantrums, banging this, banging that. I was like, bruv. This is a madhouse, bro. Not school. So how long did it take you to do the same? I wouldn't say. I was actually good in school. You know, if you ask me mother, she would tell you. She never came down to school nah, for me once. You're not call your mum. Come in, mother, for me. <laughs> no, call her. Call, call her. Huh? Call, call mama jab. Call her. Yeah, call mama jab. Call mama jab. We are getting live and direct information from oh Mama Jam. Oh my god. Don't even text her first. Okay. I see you. No, no, look, look, call I'm Mama Jam. Call her now. She better not embarrass me at all. Because this is the same man that uses mother cunt extensively. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't use that kind of words. Thank you. I don't, I don't even say mummy we're recording. Don't even try I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'll be, I'll be fair. What's up? Okay. She's not answering. Oh, it looks like she's not answering. Oh, wow. You know they have to recognise the number first. Don't try it. <laughs> hey, mum, you all right? Yeah. I want to ask you a question. It's just yes or no, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. Just say yes or no. <laughs> mum, stop playing around, please. Thank you. Are you ready? Yeah. 
Did you ever have to come up to school for me because I was misbehaving? Hold on. Say that again. I said, did you ever have to come up to school for me because I was misbehaving? No, never. Thank you very much. Thank you, right. Mama. I'll speak to you later. Bye. He sent a text first, now. I'm not believing that. No, I did not. You heard it live and direct. You understand? So I was well behaved. Now you've been in the UK system for four or five years now. What did you appreciate about going to school in Grenada that the UK didn't have? Woman. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> nobody was studying woman at that age. You understand? I was focused on my books and so my education. Time? So when did you start studying woman? When was the jab man born? Talk to us. Let the class know. Let the class know. When was jab man born? You know, it's when I came up here that you lot corrupted me. Come here. Come see the male Lucy. When I came up here, you lot corrupted me. I was well behaved. I was a well behaved Grenadian boy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come see the male Lucy. All right. Come true. You know what I mean? You lot corrupt me. I was well behaved. I just used to have my phone and go about my business. But it's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> okay, so then now, if I gave you 20 grand and I said you could do anything with it, what would you do with it? Would you move back to Grenada or would you stay here? Um, I would stay here for now. Jab is free. So what would you do the 20 grand if I give it to you right now? Well, I will go to Grenada first. <laughs> and, and just relax and think about how I'm going to... Use this twenty grand to my benefit. Oh, you didn't say buy land, so that's the first thing everyone would ask. <laughs> hey, listen, land scarce on the ancient Grenada, you know. But can we talk about that for a second? I know it's meant we're meant to be in fun times, right? Mm. But you know me, I like to you know give a little education and a little inside school and thing, <laughs> a little advancement in lifestyle. You know, let's talk about house and land for a of second. Could <laughs> wow, wait? Say that again. What? <laughs> let's talk about that for a second because me and Kyra speak about this all the time and I know especially for myself mm. I'm working towards sorting out stuff for myself back in BIM mm -hmm. in terms of house and land because for me I feel like these things always get in the way when it comes to families Mm. And you always hear, oh, this person died and left this for this one. Yeah. And it's, oh, it was for me. You went with I feel like in the West Indies especially, mm -hmm. house and land and these things, sometimes money really is... A very sensitive... It's sensitive and it really brings out like the ugly in certain situations. It does, it does. And I find people really do too much for it mm. i know in my experience as well like with me i like to stay very neutral mm -hmm. so when it comes to me wanting to rebuild and you know take my hard-earned money and take it back to the west indies and all of that stuff yeah, yeah. i just want something separate mm. Mm -hmm. and like for me some people may say that's that's like a selfish thing because you should always do stuff with family whatever i'm not saying that family can't come at me and whatever but i just wanted something that wasn't attached to somebody dying mm, or somebody mm. leaving something and then it's this yeah, one yeah, didn't yeah, do yeah. this for this one and i heard that mm. do you have like similar dynamics in your family where sometimes house land and these things they it just overpowers the true meaning of family mm. and it really gets in between what people yeah 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 i know exactly what you're saying fortunately it hasn't happened within my family yet i hope it actually never does um, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen it amongst other families and whatnot. It is sad that it does come to that because obviously at the end of the day, everyone's family and it. There should be 
a way to come to some kind of mutual agreement without always having to cause arms or whatnot, whatnot. But unfortunately, that's just how it goes sometimes, isn't it? I don't know. And another dynamic I wanted to ask you about, um, like for myself, I grew up watching my parents, you know, send money home, send barrels, <laughs> do all of this sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and it was an interesting dynamic because when you're on the UK side looking into what they're doing, mm. you just see it as, you know, Christmas time come, you fill up the barrel, mm. you know, that's it. it was just normal stuff. But then when you actually get to the other side and sometimes you see the dynamic of the expectation now of because you're from quote-unquote foreign, mm. you must now do. So it's like mm. you go out now and you say to someone, oh, yeah, what are we doing later? They're like, yeah, yeah, come, come here. But really, the come, come here is on your budget. Mm, 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 mm. Did you experience stuff some of the same nature or? Um start sweating now. <laughs> you brat boy. I haven't, you know. I actually haven't, fortunately. Like I can say my family, we get along really well, all parts of the family, do you understand? So we there isn't any not necessarily your direct family, but seeing as you're from Grenada, mm -hmm. but you're from the UK, when you go back, mm. are you then treated as a local or are you now treated as a visitor? Because um, I know you're Grenadian sometimes. <laughs> it depends on how much jack you have. It depends your part-time jab. It depends who they are. But um, mm. if I'm in character to where I'm from, then obviously they know me or see me as a local every time I go back. They know who I am, you know what I mean? And, still political vibes and things so they wouldn't they don't see me as like a foreigner or an englishman or whatever you understand um what about in the uk do they see you as a grenadian man or an englishman or do you switch back and forth because i do it like at work perfect english i mean yeah yeah at when work, i get obviously. home it's different <laughs> sometimes you know the accent does come out a little bit depending on the situation but um not over here if i'm at work or whatever do you use it for women how do you get your women actually <sighs> What lies do you? Give us a ladder. What? Us a ladder. All in the air, but one blunt, you're caca-hole. Them sort of romance. You think up. I'm saying that the first time meeting a woman, you're crazy. Them top tier romance. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's full-blown Grenadian romance. What is that? Give us a ladder again. <laughs> Give us a ladder again. I don't hear you telling me I'm wrong. Is that you're not one of your entry-level lies? Oh, I'm sorry. Is that date two? Date three? Talk to oh us. How God. does a Grenadian man approach an English woman? Talk to us. <laughs> this is girls from foreign. We want to teach those in a foreign. Listen, I know, don't how to bridge nobody. the gap. How do you bridge the gap? I don't approach anyone. I just mind my business and people come so to me. So you don't use your accent at all in a woman's ear? I mean, sometimes. On an R&B tone. <laughs> <laughs> Give us one of the lines. So if you wanted oh, to chat to me right now, like, if you saw a woman... And you say, okay, you want a piece of that? Oh, you're little, putting me you on the spot. You want a little slice of that ham? <laughs> you want a little slice of that picnic ham? How would you approach? Talk to us. Oh, Give us the lowdown. Give us at least one guys. line. We just just one. one. We just want to know. I don't really have lines. No, I just make small conversations. So when, when you yeah, see I'm two legs tick that picnic <laughs> ham, what do you say? Like, what, what do I you do? I just make small conversations. Talk to us. What do you say? Oh, my God. So you just whisper the shit air? I mean, I wouldn't whisper. I just talk to her. And say, well, give us a line. Give us one. What's one line that's always worked? No, you got to show look at us. 
That's what I'm saying. You don't want to bait up the thing, you know what I mean? You don't want to bait Okay, so up. what's one that you don't use anymore that used to work back a day? Um, yeah, I can't be handing out my secrets because next thing you know, people listening and then they go and try my technique to pick up my woman. Yeah, but if your technique is yours, nobody else can't plagiarise it. And if it's true, older, you use it no more, it don't mean like. I mean, Unless you still use it. No, 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 I'm not use it. <laughs> Or do you just buy a gear and drink and put the thing? Yeah, what's huh? your jungle lyric? I don't have any jungle lyrics. You talk lyrics, about your guys. tongue movement also. Like, oh, 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 my God. Some people like that, you know. They go full, full. No, no, Ooh, man. You can't just said, be spilling up the No, no, no. I just make small talk. Get to know the person a little we bit. We Christians you know in mean? here, bro. Go out for a drink or go out for a meal. And whatever happens after that happens, yeah. If you could pick three qualities in a girl, what is it? It's cuffing season, you know, just by letting people know. All right, three qualities, yeah. Three qualities, yeah. Beautiful. That's generic. <laughs> Physical and, you know, on the inside as well, you know what I mean? A nice personality. Okay. Very lovely person. And what's the third one? That was the first one. What was the third one? You said, you only said the first two. What's He's Grenadian. He gave us a free one. <laughs> boy. And last one, someone that's family-orientated because I come from a big family. I love everything I do is with my family. You don't see me out anywhere. Okay, so they don't have to be... In your culture, they just got to be family-oriented? I mean, preferably in the okay, culture, because right. if you meet my family, you know, we're all a bunch of mad people, you understand? So if you could match that's how you don't energy... Like Kenyans. <laughs> have <laughs> you ever you done one of those energy. ancestry tests? I think you're of Kenyan descent, you know? Because sometimes <laughs> you do jump quite high. <laughs> you mean? You never see me jump? You ever you see boy? me jump? I just stand up in the corner, you know? On yeah, bus stop, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need no good again, you know? <laughs> Jab, jab. Jab, jab. Yes, we have an additional guest, another jab man. I don't know why we've got so much Grenadians today, but I guess what we're doing, just, just, just let him give his little introduction, because we've just spoken to the one and only DJ Dingo, a.k.a. Ben. AKA ben. However, you can't get one without the other, so we had to bring in the part two of the part one. He is the duo in Mr. I Don't Have. <laughs> So it's the one and only Jero. I call him JSQ, but it's it's Jero or, or Buff Daddy. Yeah, but actually, no. yes, Buff Daddy. Let's talk about it. So tell us about the name Buff Daddy. Boy. How did you get it? Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's, that's what's his name, Trina. J Huss is true. Yeah, uh, I was Buff Daddy before J Huss. I tell you that. Boy, boy, boy. No disrespect. So but... tell us when was when does someone actually holler around and call you Buff Daddy? What? <laughs> <laughs> It weren't. It, it didn't happen like that. What happened? What had happened was. I <laughs> see you online asking people for bed frame advice. Uh, what, what, had, what had happened was um, we was in the house one time, and you know my parents' house, mm. and uh, <laughs> and things are gone, you know, and um, I I I thought like it was on the low, you know, but you know when you're in the heat of the moment. You, you get carried away, innit? My so, <laughs> so it was um, the, the the later that day, I've come downstairs and we're chilling, and um, my mum come to me and said, "Ah, oh, well, they don't have no decorum." I said, oh, "What? Oh, <laughs> they don't have no shame." I said, "Ah, oh, what are you talking about?" Jesus. She said, "Ah, oh, um, I heading downstairs. I went about um, I I on a banister." <laughs> and next thing I hear, woof, 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 woof. <laughs> I said, what? 
I said, ah, shit. So I thought, obviously, I was being quiet. I was being inconspicuous, all these things, but clearly it wasn't because she heard. But soon afterwards, I was a daddy. So you say, you get the buff and you get the daddy. So you get the buff daddy, you see it? What so, Lord. There we go. Wow. Oh, the water was running in there, buddy. Mm. <laughs> he ain't even the plumber. He's the buff daddy, bro. Yeah. Right. So IKEA, please sponsor JSQ as he just <laughs> he does pop down bed frames often. <laughs> well, I mean, this was supposed to be the journey segment, so we would like to know your journey. We've now got the journey how you got child, but yeah. um, talk to us about what it was like for you being raised by parents that wasn't born in the UK and how that impacted how the way rules were in your house compared mm. to your school counterparts. Um, so for me, it's it's a bit of a mix because. My mother wasn't born here. My mum was born in Grenada. She came here when she was 17. My dad was actually born here um, in Nottingham and went to Jamaica when he was four and didn't come back to his late teens. So, um, again, he had yeah quite a Caribbean upbringing as well. So, um, yeah, I would say it was um, instilled... From both me and my younger sister from young, you know, a lot of values and stuff. Again, you're being uh, generic. Was you allowed to play out? Because you see, my mum, yeah. You know I what? Had curfew. What was your curfew? You, you know what? Because... I, I I didn't really have curfew per se. You know, I you know, do you know what? I I'm feel... deflecting. I'm sorry. I was I was I feel... I'm deflecting. Yeah, but... I, you know, I feel like um yeah, deflecting, projecting. All yeah, of I'm, the... I'm doing all the ins because, ins because like I mean, my mum's from Britain's Hill, Barbados, and um. Enough. There's people in my area don't even know I live there because I weren't allowed out. Wow. So, I mean, now I'm out and I'm talking reckless on podcasts. So this is what's <laughs> hey, what going on now. It's so. a big contrast. Now, for me, I didn't really have a um, curfew per se. You know, I was always involved in activities and stuff, um, after school stuff. Um, that's one thing I was, I have to big up what my kind parents. Of activity. Listen, there was it was you know. <laughs> Stuff to make my talents grow, you know. I did Woo. things like, you know, drama. Fertilised grass. Uh, nah. <laughs> man did things like scouts. Man did things like football. Man did things like karate. Man, that whole heap of things. Like, um, both me and my sister were Karate? Involved. Yeah, all of that. So if you trouble somebody woman, you can defend yourself. Yeah, chop man down. <laughs> but yeah, you know, all kind of things that we was involved in. Like, So I can't like... I think I think it was a contrast from especially my mother's upbringing because she didn't really grow up with her mother. You know, she was raised by her grandmother in Grenada. And then when she came over here, she was already almost an adult. So when she came over here, she was very, very independent. If you don't mind me asking, though, do you feel like a lot of that affects the way she raised you? The only reason I'm asking that is because my mum also hmm. was raised by her grandma. Yeah. And the dynamics are very different because she sees grandma as mum. Yeah, um, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, I feel the way she grew up and how independent she had to be. Um, she wanted that for us as well. She didn't want to baby us. She always, you know, let us, you know, gave us a bit of a leash to, you know, go out and do things within reason, you know. And like, I feel like, um, because of that, we had the respect not to take the piss. You know what I'm saying, um, I feel like with some children that grew up in very, very sheltered environments, especially, um, you know, in our community, mm -hmm. and then when it does get to Ooh, uni age or, or whatever, they just yeah. 
you need to show me a lot about being let loose, you know. University taught me a lot about um our culture that um if your parents don't teach you from young, you will never understand. Exactly. And they, they say you can change a child or a person when they're 18, 19, but when you've installed a particular way, it's really hard and they go to whatever side they're originally on, that is the side. There's no ifs or buts with them. Um and I find as we bring up uni culture is that there is a divide between us blacks, but it's a different conversation. But it just shows you when you brought up in a West Indian household, it, the things that you think is normal is not normal to a lot of people. For like, sure. Even something that's cleaning your house on a Sunday. Mm. My housemates looked at me like, what I'm doing? sorry, there's and other I'm demographics like, having bath nights. So. You know, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like simple things, or even just cleaning the chicken, or yeah. how you season your food. It's not even yeah. a. To me, that's normal, but you know, to them, it's us, so different. We 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 will season and prep food at least the day before. At least, you know what I'm saying. Whereas yeah. them people will go in co-op or whatever place, Nisa local or whatever uni something you got, and just fry one yeah. two. Time and whatever. I, I don't even know if they use time, you know. Or... <laughs> Parsley or whatever, and and you know, you know their favorite lemon. Lemon's their favorite. Thing. No, but sometimes they don't. Lemon, salt, and pepper. Yeah, and... sometimes they just take it out the packet, put it on the floor. Why? Oh, you're like, is chicken's that in nude, like, Chicken yeah. is in nude. Chicken is in. Oh, you're like, this is nude. dinner. I'm like, this is not dinner. Chicken got all its bits exposed. Full yeah. nude. Why? Yeah. See, for me, I didn't move out for uni. Um, I did go up and see a lot of friends and whatnot that moved out and that. And I saw, I saw some of the environments they were so living in, and I, and I could not, honestly, I couldn't. Let's talk about food real quick, because I know for me, when I first went in my workplace, I saw that people had soup in a cup. We add water to. I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. That's not normal. Because when they were telling me cup of soup, I have never in my life eaten a cup of soup. That may sound strange, but my soups have dumpling in it. It have meat in it, carrot in there. Even a pumpkin what? or something. Right. I'm sorry, the jab man said pigtail, but I, I mean, pigtail okay. some salt beef. You understand? That's a lot of meat. I know. <laughs> anyway, that's a meat reunion. Why do you have multiple meats in one soup? Why? Because it bangs. When you were saying, Jero, about how you know our our community would prepare food from days in advance, mm-hmm. you know where that comes from because you know back home they would pretty much slaughter the animal, mm-hmm. let it hang up and drain. And it'll be the best curry you had in a long time. Because let me tell you, that's that slow heat, boy. Ooh. Fresh. Straight from the kill. And as we have some professionals, well, we have a professional in here. Um, <laughs> I wonder if Mr. DJ Dingo Yo. can just let us know his first experience of slaughtering animals. Boy, mm. I can tell you his last. <laughs> we ain't talking about he and he woman we're talking about me so can we just talk <laughs> can we have your first experience of actually slaughtering an animal um yeah and yeah, how the curry yeah. came out yeah well this one was actually <laughs> was a chicken it was a chicken was we was lean, some chickens we was um killing off to obviously cut up and fry up and thing so um obviously my granddad was doing the job and I said to him I want to do one he's like yeah you sure I was like yeah I was like okay cool he had the chicken he's like hold it between your legs which I did and this obviously the throat so then yeah done that cut the throat bit nasty but cool whatever blood spraying everywhere and then I've let go of the chicken body and now it's just flying around like just blood spraying <laughs> anyway, I've never been so scared in my life I literally ran out the yard because I was like what the hell 
But yeah, man, that uh, was. How, what's her name? Don't hear this, you know. What's her name? Petter. <laughs> <laughs> that was Wait, scary. Wait, you had a headless chicken running around the place. Basically, just spitting blood everywhere. So what you do next? What? What? You mean after it was flying yeah, around? I ran away. Obviously, after a while, it stops. You pussy. You... Mate, mate. How if you see a headless time? chicken flying towards you, are you going to stand there? You sat there and watched your uncle take the head off and you want to run after? Nah, mate. That was flying around like nobody's business. I was not involved. I was out of there. That fun, man. But no, man. He caught nice as well. Once you know, it's going to take off. Of course. Pluck it and wash it and cut it, cut the organs, cut it up, season you, it. Did you do this? Fry it. I hope. But you ran away with the head... Well, yeah, wow. obviously, it, when it's not moving, own, I can do what I own. need to do in it. You understand? Own, That's one thing. I always thank my grandparents for well, growing up with them. They taught me to like cook and do all these things from like a young age. Word. I do see you in oh. your little head tie sometimes on social media, <laughs> making a little something on the pot. I'm like, look at this one here, seasoning up little something. fish. Me love cook, me love cook, me love cook. You know, but explain the bonnet. Well, I mean, as people don't know, you you have a, a what we call level one. <laughs> so explain the the whole bonnet rope the whole bonnet robe situation. And the robe sometimes I just that's what I do when I chill. I might have a glass of prosecco or something. You understand? Sunday prosecco reggae, jab reggae blazing. I'm in the kitchen. I just do what I need to do in it. Sing some Jared, Janet K. Carol Thompson. Oh, yeah, What's your favorite Janet K. Talk to them. Oh. Give us vocals. Give us one. Give us one what? little line. Let you us know. Vocals, you got album coming soon. Let us know. Jab chronicles. No, no, I've been. I, my throat. I'm not that well today. No, so, uh, yeah, well, all of a sudden you have cold. I can't do the. Yeah, man. Well, if you, you didn't see, Spotify's bringing out a karaoke mode, so you so know we've got to do a local reggae karaoke. Oh, They're yeah, gonna do yeah. a lyrics one when they just play instrumentals, so we okay. can all do our local Berries and right. our local Janet K. That sounds good. That sounds and good. And Yeah, local Budgie. You know, I got my Budgie voice ready. Well, you have to do that one in the morning. That's what you do. Andrew, you and your dinner experience, talk to us. Let the class know. Um, what do you want to know? When you say dinner experience... As in, like, your first time killing an animal, talk to us. You must have killed one. Boy, I feel like, with me, I could do it if I had to. Like, put me on a desert island or whatever, I'll do that, but... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But as long as there is convenience for me to go and get it, you know... Mm. Five fillets or whatever, or go Mr. Butchers or whatever. So, have you watched a parent, an uncle, an auntie kill an animal? Yeah. Okay, tell us about that experience. Um, why? Was you you like Ben being a pussy? First of all, yeah. I wasn't a pussy in it. I only ran. She called you a port between two legs. I only ran across the yard because, like I said, a headless chicken was flying around. I didn't want blood all over my face, so I had to get away from it. But then you got it. You're damn right. Payback for scaring me. Oh, you, don't want to do the, you don't want to do the work, but you want to dig out guts. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Scrap that. Forget you know, my parents. Yeah, I remember one time. Christ. I remember. I remember one time in Grenville Market. Yeah. Watching them kill a turtle. A turtle. Yeah, it was one big ass turtle. And that was traumatic. I turtle, can't wait. Yeah. Turtle. Yeah. Who eating turtle? Listen. To do what? Listen, they don't eat turtle, you know. No, man, one of those things. worry me, man. I don't want a grenade, man. It's called survivalist skills. In my, yeah. in my sacred pot, If turtle. there was like a pandemic, yeah. How do you even break that out of the shell? If turtle. There was, <laughs> that's if there what I'm was saying. It was traumatic to no, see. But t- no, but I'm sorry, turtle. If there was yeah. a global pandemic. Mr. Slow and yeah. Steady wins the race. If there in was the a pot. global pandemic, obviously not COVID. If there was, like if there was a global, an apocalypse or something, yeah. And it was survival of the fittest. 
Yeah. Anything that requires survival flowers, the mate, All West Indian people surviving, you know why? Because we, no, no, we no. grew up in the hard because times and we know how to survive. Let me tell you, boy, it's going to be a lot, enough vegetable curries. <laughs> be anything that has flour, any sort of baked dumpling. Mm. Uh, there's uh, so many meals uh, I would choose before turtle. Was it nice though? I didn't eat it. Oh, I've never had turtle. Uh, I mean, but it was quite traumatic seeing them. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Someone in here's had turtle. No, I've never had turtle. You never had turtle. Never had turtle. What have you eaten, guys? Iguana. What have you got? Me, I'm not the most adventurous. I like that. So basically, if a woman, if, if a woman there's... got you iguana for Christmas, is that marriage material? I would say yes. I'll, I'll go about and buy the ring same day. Bro. Wow. So mm-hmm. you hear that, ladies? If you want to get the Lawrence surname, <laughs> go and find you know other demographic counterparts outside yeah. of London. Buy yeah. iguana and and wrap it. Real. What you want it wrapping? You want it? In, <laughs> you want it in seasoning? You want it live? What do you want? Bring it in a little glass. A little glass tank, yeah. you know, like flavor of love. We should do jab of love and have him on there and see what one brings in the guana. I, I feel you need to put a disclaimer there because <laughs> I don't know in this country if you kill a guana, if I think you may be arrested. Be repercussions, <laughs> yeah, you understand? So... You know, there's one time I actually looked at getting one for Carnival Sunday because you know, we just played jab on a Carnival Sunday. Mm. So, obviously, man, looked at getting one. I was gonna just get one, obviously, have it for the day. Yeah, we'll see you. <laughs> have it for the day in Juve, and then obviously, Your after Carnival, done. Thing, but mate, don't tell me about three hundred pounds. I was like, mate, you can keep that. I go steal it for free. I lie, I lie, I lie. What? What snake? Yeah, we can get snake. What to just play jab or to eat? Yeah, to play jab. Oh, uh, this not. Excuse me, you eat snake too. Apparently, it tastes like selfish. I thought only women eat snake. I thought only women eat snake. Jesus Christ. Tastes like selfish. Apparently, they're selling selfish disguise. Well, snake disguise as selfish. How does it? What? I'm sorry. This is some inside scoop. This is this is some inside scoop. You have to scoop. explore. Like there's a lot of. There's, oh, yeah, I've yeah, tried yeah. a lot of me. I've had. Have you had crocodile? Excuse crocodile me. Yeah. There's some crocodile in, in Camden. Do you yeah, think? Camden, you think yeah, I'm just gonna walk in Shafet and get a crocodile? <laughs> what about shark? Shark is different. Why but you they're saying crocodile and and turtle yeah, like and it. snake yeah. and ostrich. Oh, I had ostrich. Ostrich. I've definitely heard that one. Yeah, yeah never heard that one. But you had ostrich. What did you have that with? That's yeah. That's I can't that. remember where it came. I think rice and something. This was in. A Are you Camden. okay? Yeah, no. Where was this? It's in Camden. This is in Camden. Yeah. So you're in the UK finding ostrich. Yeah. Shaka Zulu. Shaka Zulu. They got some wild meats on that menu. No, no, no. Don't even bring up the place name. You're in the UK looking yeah. for ostrich on the menu. I mean, I didn't look, but I saw it. So I was like, oh, let me just see what it's saying. Nice? It? And it was nice. Uh, and the crocodile, the crocodile cigars. You know what oh. song I'm playing after this? You know, Square One's Wild Meat. <laughs> it's the only meat eating. I would say, what would you give the, um, the ostrich? Ostrich. Wait, octopus? Is you mean the ostrich? Yeah, sorry. Same what would I give it? What, out of ten? Yeah. yeah. A solid eight. What? Ooh, that's it tastes like chicken. A solid eight. Kind of. It's just got like a kind of. Wait, sweet. just to clarify, you're giving ostrich an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Solid. For what? Flavoring, texture. Flavor, texture. It's just oh, it's just. You didn't eat anything, innit? I mean, not anything. Whoa, what's off limits for you? Because you see There's real eclectic. There's a lot eclectic. of things that's off limits. You see real eclectic. <laughs> 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 yeah, me, but um, yeah, no man, I like to. You but can't I don't eat pigtail but not ass. First of all, you eat pigtail nice. but not bam bam. Pigtail nice, no man. Nah, but you nah, know what nah, I did nah. here? Those that eat bam bam, they're immune to corona. Yeah, well, good for them. <laughs> good for them. So you eat pigtail, not bam bam? That's correct. I like pigtail, yes. Why do you eat bam bam? That's why? a lie, man. He does slip back. You does eat bam bam? Not at all. So why not? I hate men like that. So <laughs> 
Yeah, we've been in some conversations where was somebody's Listen, I hear a woman doing it as much as man in her, so boy. With my good, good lipstick. Can you imagine you tattooed your good lip liner and a good bossy matte lipstick? And you're decorating my bam And somebody want it on their bam I've got my foundation on my Imagine, they rub out your foundation and your mouth You're just going to leave your face in a man cacao. No, sir. I hear this on the rise, though. Yeah, <laughs> well, like Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, tell like, us what's on the rise. It's like, a, it's like a pandemic. Have you had Bam Bam offers? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Boy. Let me say I prefer not to speak. Wow. If, if, I, if I speak, I'm in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> what is you're, you're sitting down on bad boy information, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there is there's avid members of the the West Indian UK community that is um dealing with, in that. with yeah, that's dealing and Their top lip using tingle. using Bam Bam as delicacy. Oh you know? Jesus Christ! No, I bet she's not even their woman. That's the worst. Imagine these women. No, how are you the woman on the side eating Bam Bam? That's too much responsibility. Having <laughs> Bam Bam as a side. These times, these are here hollering out, sound like DMX. These women in their Bam Bam. <laughs> Trying to hold in their screen, boy. They growls. Crawling up the walls. <laughs> and Nancy. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a different kind of journey segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let's go back to the journey segment-ish. Oh, wait. Talk oh, to wait. us about the jab jab culture because we forgot about that one. What is jab jab? <laughs> we gotta know because we, we talk about everything else but jab jab, what is it? Because your culture at the moment, especially in the UK, everyone's craving for it. Yeah, everybody. And the thing is and one of my friends said was it's alright. No one understands the jab jab <laughs> yeah, culture. Like, it's true. What is the jab jab culture? Don't try and undermine it. Boy. What is jab jab? So jab jab is basically like a Benin is mate. <laughs> a celebration, like a mm. commemoration of like the ancestors, the slaves that were mm. obviously rebellion. Yeah, mm. basically there before from us. Slavery days, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. from slavery days, they used to have carnivals, but just like. The slave owners mm-hmm. used to have their own carnivals, and um, you were segregated from it. Basically, you just were sidelined. You weren't allowed to participate in carnival, even though it was taking part on our island. You know, mm-hmm. so what we, you know, what well, I would say, we, our ancestors, what they started doing is, you know, having their own sort of uh, festivities and things, and you know, they were kind of, well, not kind of, but they were demonized and looked down upon by mm-hmm. the. Um, you know, enslavers and that's where sorry, can I interject? That's where yeah. kind of if you go Grenada and you see how they play Jab you'll see them yeah. walking down the road like mm-hmm. head to toe, black, greasy, yeah. and they usually have obviously chains and um helmets, basically. I feel like so, I need to give the translation for those of other demographics because we do you know, we are inclusive to all. So it says Jab Jab, the most popular traditional mass played in Grenada. French Creole for Diablo, devil, in brackets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, just let people know it is in brackets, says devil. Mm-hmm. Is a mass where revelers, scantily dressed, are covered with black body paint or oil. Mm-hmm. It usually is oil, but I'm guessing in the UK, you know, we have, we yeah, have rules yeah. and regulations. Oh, 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 yeah, or, you know, yeah. what, you know, the original thing is molasses, isn't it? Yes, 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 of course, of course. So molasses is, uh, I don't know how to really explain it. It's like, it's like, um, 
that burnt down like sh- sugar. sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Basically, it's yeah. that burnt down sugar, and it is very, very dark. And that's what they used to, you know, black up themselves originally. Nice. And you know, um, now that has evolved to people using, you know, paint, using mm. oil and whatever. But back day, it was molasses, you know, and that is referenced in certain songs and stuff. They, yeah, you may have had them say, you know, black molasses. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. So that's where it stems from, you know. Um, and yeah, the whole jab name, obviously, it, in French, it means Diablo or Devil. Devil That's yeah. what they used to refer to, basically, the slave owners as. So, yeah, Jab Jab is just, yeah, basically a celebration of freedom and just kind of like a mockery of, like, the slave owners. That's why they have the chains and the, horns, the Jab Jab helmet. Yeah, the horn. You know what I mean? So it's just, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a celebration of freedom. I feel like at this point, we might need to end our journey segment because... I feel like our journey has entered many different um, avenues. We've learned about another animal. Two animals, Jesus, please. Well, that was the journey segment with JSQ, aka Jarrell, and Bank, aka DJ Dingo Universe. I hope you've enjoyed our journey segment, learned something, me learned some things. This is just part one. We do have part two in for you guys. Any questions, anything you would like to know? Please tweet us at GFF underscore pod or follow us on our Instagram page, Girls from Foreign. Hey, hey, hey. Jab, jab. Jab, jab. <laughs>